Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. With summer approaching, that means many people will be hitting the road and heading to campgrounds to spend time with Mother Nature. As we've been living on the road in our RV the last few months, we've come to realize that having good neighbors in a campground can really make or break the experience. Having a good neighbor can lead to shared knowledge, shared experiences, and even making new friends. Having bad neighbors can lead to frustrations, sleepless nights, and a sour feeling when your camping experience is over. To help you make sure that you're always a good campground neighbor, I've put together a list of the top 10 bad behaviors we've seen in campgrounds. Some of these you might consider more of pet peeves, but I can assure you that I've heard multiple people complain about these behaviors. To be considerate of all the others who are sharing the campground with you, it's best to avoid doing any of the things on this list. Number one on the list is being trashy. In my younger years, I had the opportunity to work at a few camp facilities where I learned the basics of camping. The biggest rule of spending time in nature is leave no trace. This is for a few reasons. First, no person wants to arrive at a campsite and find someone else's trash littering the space. Second, you're potentially harming nature and animals if you leave trash around. Many things don't burn, like bottle caps, tin cans, and foil wrappers. So even if you dispose of them in a fire ring, all you're really doing is leaving trash for someone else to clean up. Plus, if critters get to your trash, they're more likely to cause damage to your belongings and injury to the people in your party. Trust me, you'll think twice about tossing your bread crust into the forest the first time you encounter a raccoon who wants more of your yummy food. Be a good neighbor and safe camper by making sure all your trash is secured in a vehicle or in the appropriate trash receptacles. Number two on the list is being loud. Here's a little news flash. Most people go to the campgrounds to get closer to nature and to get away from people. Most people aren't going to campgrounds to have to deal with noisy neighbors. It's disrupting, and it takes away from the experience of everyone else in the campground, no matter what time of day the noise is occurring. If you're unsure if your group is being a little too loud, take a walk around the campground and see how far your voices are carrying. If you can hear your group across the park, you're likely disrupting the entire park. Even if you can only hear your group three or four spaces away, you're likely disrupting at least five to eight other groups. Be considerate of your neighbors and keep your voices, music, and activities at a low volume level to allow everyone the ability to enjoy nature. Number three is staying up late. Now, this behavior is closely related to number two, but it applies to your nighttime activities. I've been at campgrounds where the groups next to us are quiet all day. Then they start grilling and drinking around 7 p.m. By midnight, these groups are fully intoxicated and have no concept of how loud they're being. They didn't notice that almost everyone else in the park went to bed shortly after the sun went down and are now lying in their tents cursing the group of partiers in the campground. Even if you aren't partying, your voices are going to seem louder at night when others are trying to sleep. As a general rule, try and start turning in around 10 p.m. or the campground's designated quiet time, whichever is earlier. Number four is letting your kids run wild. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all about kids playing and exploring nature. But if they're allowed to run free with absolutely no supervision, they can become an annoyance to other campers. Yes, please do let your kids run, ride bikes, climb trees, and explore. But make sure they know a few rules before letting them loose. General campground etiquette that all kids should know includes, one, don't run through occupied campsites. Two, 
Always watch for cars and bikes on roads. Three, move out of the roads if a car is coming through. Four, put your trash in receptacles. Five, never, never, never throw rocks or other items at trailers, tents, or vehicles. And six, ask permission before approaching pets. Keep a closer eye on your kids until you know they're able to follow the rules while playing, both to make sure that they stay safe and to ensure that they're being polite campers. Once they've demonstrated that they can be trusted, still check in on them occasionally, but you should be able to let them experience nature on their own a little bit more. Number five is speeding. Most campgrounds have posted speed limits of five to 10 miles per hour. This is for the safety of everyone in the park. There are often kids playing and people walking, so a speeding car can create a major safety issue for everyone at the park. No one enjoys driving five miles an hour, but obeying the low speed limit is a safety measure you should always observe in campgrounds. It's not worth shaving off a couple of minutes of your drive if you endanger others in the process. Slow down and obey those speed limits. I do want to take a moment to introduce you to today's sponsor, FrontPoint. FrontPoint is a modern home security system backed by the highest rated service in the business. FrontPoint uses 100% cellular equipment, making it one of the hardest security systems to defeat in the industry. FrontPoint uses only wireless equipment, making it easy and simple to set up. And FrontPoint's mobile app even lets you keep tabs on your home from anywhere. You can configure the app to send text or email alerts when your daughter gets home from school or when your spouse arms the alarm at the end of the evening, even when you're away on business. FrontPoint combines the high-tech security with great customer service and has received more five-star and A-rated customer reviews on sites like Angie's List and Trustpilot than their competitors. So go to frontpoint.com domestic to get your free quote on a FrontPoint system today. You may be eligible for up to $300 in discounts. That's frontpoint.com slash domestic. Now, back to the rest of the tips. Number six on the list is cutting live trees. A couple months ago, we were staying at a state park in Mississippi when I suddenly heard our neighbor using an electric saw. I peered out the window to see him cutting limbs off of a small tree next to us. I can honestly say that in all my years of camping, I have never seen someone do this. It's a no-no for so many reasons. First of all, that's a living tree that's meant to grow into a big shade tree. Second, fresh wood doesn't burn. Third, you look like a fool for coming into nature just to hack it down. Now, some campgrounds allow campers to pick up dead wood to use for campfires. Not all, but some. But none allow for live trees to be cut. Respect nature and let the trees grow. Either find dead, downed wood, or purchase a bundle of firewood to use for your campfire. Number seven is allowing your dogs to bark nonstop. We have two dogs, both of whom are prone to bark at passing people and animals, but we do our absolute best to keep them quiet when we're in campgrounds. This is not true for everyone, and I'm going to say there are certain dog owners who are more guilty than others. Little dog owners, I'm calling you out on this one. Non-stop barking, even from your cute little Fido, is not only annoying, but it can also cause anxiety for all the other dogs in the park. Whether you're sitting right next to your dog and don't stop his barking, or you've left him in your camper and he's nervously barking the entire time you're away, it's a nuisance to everyone else in the campground. If you're not sure if your dog is barking while you're gone, ask your neighbor. They'll more than likely be willing to tell you if your dog was yipping all day. Trust me. Number eight is not leashing your dog. My husband and I hate having to put our dogs on leashes, but we do because it's the safest thing for them in campgrounds. 
Many people bring their dogs, and you never know how two dogs are going to interact. Rather than chance a sudden dog fight, we keep them on leashes when we have them outside our camper. That way, if another camper is walking their dog around the campground, we don't have to worry about ours running up and giving them an unwelcome greeting. Now, you may think, oh, my sweet little dog would never hurt another dog, but there are many big dogs who have issues with little dogs. They may think they need to be hunted, or if they're like one of our dogs, they may have been attacked by a little dog and have extreme anxiety towards little dogs. No matter how big or small your dog is, when you're in a campground, always make sure your dog is leashed and under your control. Number nine is running your generator all day. If you're traveling in an RV, it's likely that you have a generator to supply power for your unit. While it's understandable that you'll need to run your generator to recharge your house batteries, that doesn't mean you need to run your generator all day. Again, most people go to campgrounds to get closer to nature, and the sound of a gas motor running all day is very distracting. We recently stayed in a campground on Padre Island National Seashore. It was one of the most beautiful beaches we have ever been to, with 60-plus miles of undeveloped seashore to explore. In the campground, there was an RV who ran their generator from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., every hour that wasn't a designated quiet hour. The people staying in this RV rarely ever came out, and the rest of us could only assume they're watching TV all day. Not only did it seem very strange that they would remain cooped up all day at a beautiful beach, but it was also very annoying for everyone who had to listen to their generator run for 14 hours straight. Do everyone a favor and run your generator as little as possible to keep your batteries charged. And number 10 is walking around like you're at home. Now, I'm not talking about walking around like you own the place, which is a whole different issue. I'm talking about making yourself too comfortable in the common areas. I'm talking about ladies in their nightgowns and curlers, men in their boxers, and people of all ages walking around on their cell phones having personal conversations. Campgrounds are public spaces and should be treated as such. If you wouldn't go to the store in your attire, or you wouldn't do something because others are watching you, do not do it outside your RV or tent in a campground. Now, if your dog escapes out the door and you suddenly find yourself running after him in your pajamas, most people will give you a pass. If you're hanging out wearing an Uncle Eddie robe, smoking a cigarette in what you consider to be your side yard, that's too much for most people to want to deal with. So those are my items. What are some of the worst behaviors you've seen in a campground? Share them in the comment section on the online version of this episode or on my Facebook page. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.